All right, you're both saying good morning. So we are picking up today on Sunday. Sunday, it's a short piece today. Sunday, the 10th of Kislev, December 4th. The Ramchal writes as follows. Rabbi said, this is incredible. The Ramchal writes and see, the younger sister, the younger sister, ultimately again of jealousy. What's the younger sister of jealousy? Chemda is desire and taiva. Rabbi said, the truth is chemda and taiva often translate in the same way, right? They both go ahead and they mean desire, right? So the younger sister of jealousy is desire. But a person could be consumed with desire, and we're going to talk about different desires until the day that they die. But when a person dies, he hasn't even gone ahead and acquired all of his types. Now, as Rebbe say, in other words, when a person leaves this world, they haven't even acquired half of the things they desire. That, that's how profound desires. You can spend a lifetime trying to satisfy your desires, and yet by the time you leave this world, you haven't even satisfied half of them. Rebbe say, generally, type of desire manifests itself in two ways. But say, what is the desire for money? And we're going to see desire for money itself even manifests itself in a variety of ways. The second is a desire for covet, for honor. Both are terrible. The And they cause, they cause man terrible pain. Terrible pain. Let's analyze. The desire for money, Rabbi the desire for money, literally again, Oseris, chains one, right, encumbers a person in, in the chains, in the shackles of this world, and ultimately puts upon him the yoke of work and Azra Osav. Also, we're going to see that ultimately the desire for money sometimes makes you a slave to work. A slave to work. He says, If you love money, you never get enough money. He am sira osimin avoda. Kihine, I will say, what happens? What happens? I will say, if my life is all about money, then I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get that money. And, what, and we, before we even get into like illicit activity, what it just means is the making of money is going to take priority over anything else in life, even my avoda Hashem. The making of money will become first and foremost in my life. He may kamot filos nevados person will miss davening. And a person will miss doing mitzvahs. To make the sale. To make money. It's an incredible thing. What the Gemara what, what, what I'm saying over here is, if the essence of my life becomes the pursuit of money, then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what? At the end of the day, that becomes a priority. And it takes precedence over davening. And it takes precedence, precedence over mitzvahs. And it takes precedence, ultimately again, over, over Avodah Hashem. It takes precedence over everything. That's what happens when a person falls in love with money. He goes on, he says, by the way, I want to point out over here, he's not even talking about Averus. I'm talking about Averus. I'm not talking about cheating. He's talking about when, my, when the most important thing in my life becomes my parnoso, that takes precedence over everything. So I don't daven in the same way. I don't do mitzvahs in the same way. I don't do chesed in the same way. Because my parnasa, my making of money, takes precedence over all. Money becomes king. Cash becomes king. Learning, often learning is compromised because all I know, I know I need to make money. 
sometimes again, a person even goes overseas to make money. Now, both say, again, sometimes a person has to travel for money. The Shaila just is, am I traveling to make Parnassa? Am I traveling because at the end of the day, I just want more and more and more? And does that desire for more ultimately come at the expense of my Ruchnius? Very often, those who are successful in business do not necessarily become Tamidi Chachamim. That doesn't mean that person who is successful in business can't be a Tamid Chacham. The idea of Bosei is that Ranchal's pointing out that sometimes the desire or the pursuit of material success has, comes at a collateral cost of one's Ruchnius. And we'll say, ultimately, again, it could put me, the desire running after money could put me in dangerous situations, often spiritually dangerous situations, and weakens my koach, saps me of my vitality because I'm consumed by worry. Right? I'm always worried about this deal. I'm always worried about that deal. I'm always worried about what's going to unfold in my parnasa. And I will say, this is true even after I've had a lot of success, Baruch Hashem. I have money in the bank. I've been successful. But still, because I always want more, because I always want to do more, accomplish more, grow more, make more, I am consumed by constant worry over my parnasa. As Chazal said, sometimes I will say, the more you have, the more worry you have. And both say, sometimes the pursuit of Parnassa ultimately causes me to go ahead and, causes me to go ahead and violate tenets of the Torah, right? And sometimes even causes me to violate logical things that I should know better. And I both say, what I want to point out here is something very interesting. The great challenge that Ramchal is outlining over here, I will say, is the fine line between a drive for success and allowing that drive for success to eclipse everything else in life. See, I was saying, a person should never settle for mediocrity, even in their parnasa. We should have a drive to be successful. In other words, I say, firmly believe, when it comes to your parnasa, you should never strive simply to make enough money to pay your bills. You should strive to be successful. Strive, strive to be successful, because the drive for success is a powerful thing. What Ramchal is saying is, the drive of success itself has to be tempered. So how, how, do you, how, how, do you, how do you create that balance when the drive for success does not encumber my ruchnius? So I'm still davening with the minion. I'm still going ahead and learning shtark every single day. I'm involved in chesed. I'm doing the things I need to do else my ruchnius. Then I know that the drive for success is not chas v'sholem encroaching on my ruchnius. But the moment that the drive for material success erodes my spirituality, then suddenly there's something wrong. Then, then, then I know already, I've, and I will say, how counterintuitive is it, right? As if, as if we think, as if I think that by cutting corners with my spirituality, sometimes I'm going to be more successful. What? I'm from Jew. I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds the key to Parnasa. So somehow, by going ahead and diminishing, cutting corners, eroding my spirituality, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to be materially successful. You see, when you say it, it sounds so foolish. But yet we do this all of the time. I have this tension, right? My parnasa, my ruchnius. And whether we realize it or not, often we allow parnasa to win over ruchnius.
The Ramchal says, what is that from? That's from Chemdas Hamamon. That's from the desire for money. And we have to be so incredibly careful about that. Should you have a desire for material success? Absolutely. Absolutely. But that desire has to be kept in check. The moment that that desire encroaches on my spirituality, that's when already again it's out of control. That's ultimately again when that desire becomes something. That's no longer a desire for success. That's what's called chemdas mamun, a desire for money. The moment it becomes a desire for money is the moment that I'm down the wrong path. Have a desire for success, but make sure it never comes at the expense of your So we'll stop over here for today. Again, I know we're not doing the full part of it. We'll pick up. Well, we have more time tomorrow. We'll pick up with this piece of outside. Shkoyach.